2: 216-474-0092, 216-474-0092. He is Jeff Phelps. I'm Andy Baskin. I uh, just had Curtis Danberg on from the Guardians telling you about all the events that are going on and uh, to get you ready for opening day. Can you imagine how many people are going to be here downtown for opening day between it's gonna be a zoo. NASA and, uh, and the ballpark? And, you know, so that's why it's a little bit after 5 o'clock. First pitch uh, for that game. So, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun day. Should be a big party here, don't you think? I mean, it's already a party once opening on day. Always is on a day, yeah. And so, you know, when you...
3: Mix in the sun going away, ad- you get a big deal.
2: Are you excited for the eclipse at all? I'm just... uh, no. It'll be cool, but... Yeah, I think, I mean, it'll, it'll be quick. I just wonder how, how downtown's going to be. Like, how insane this place is going to be. Meredith, you were saying something about the Metro Parks, too. That the metro yeah, parks I, mean, yeah I think Metro
0: that? parks are holding different events and different areas around like Rocky River lakewood West lake they're expecting a huge huge influx of tourists for it
2: hmm. i I don't know, I wonder how many people have like even thought about it because now I'm starting to see signs and ads and like just participating in the day itself for the eclipse just to just kind of be a part of it while you're here and, and we're not Looking at another total, I just was reading this, uh, total eclipse over the United States until 44. So we're looking at another 20 years before you can kind of experience this again. Are,
3: are we going to have to study up on our science?
2: I don't know. This is Like, this has got to be the Super Bowl for science teachers, right?
3: I would think so.
2: Very exciting. Very exciting for all these science teachers. So I'm looking forward to that. And, we need uh, an
3: eclipse expert on call. Do we have one? Better find one.
2: I wonder if Brian Anderson. is an on
3: vacation right now. He's he's working on that.
2: I bet he knows that. He's sitting at home. I bet he knows the that. Going along and working on that. That's probably what Brian Anderson's doing right now. He's probably getting ready to be able to watch the eclipse. He'll probably be coming up here too. Brian expected to join us here uh, shortly on Baskin and Phelps. Uh, until then, Jeff, just so many other things going on, and it, you I agree,
3: know, do you agree with the thought I had for Curtis about the ballpark? I've always loved our ballpark. I do too. Yeah, I think it's it was. Well built, well designed, and it's been well maintained. I, I didn't like I didn't like the you know big cargo carriers up top. I thought that was he a laughed about him. I thought it was funny because
2: yeah. we were all like, "What are we doing with these things up there?"
3: I, I hope I like what it looks like when they blow out the windows in the old Terrace Club. Right? Yeah, I, I thought that was a really cool part of the ballpark. Now I will say, not overly accessible to a lot of people on game day. At least it never felt that way to me. I know you could get in there. I just thought it was a really cool look for the ballpark. I hope it still looks as cool. I hope the added seats that Curtis said they're replacing some of the stuff with seats, I hope that looks good. I I, They've never messed it up big time before, Andy. I don't think they'll mess it up big time now. Do you remember when they first opened the ballpark, the bleachers? The bleachers were straight. Yeah, they had to add two sections. They added on there. two sections, one on each side, and then side they put another section it, in center field to make out it there. bigger. So that's that's you know just one of the minor things. You can always tell you know if you see a, a shot of the bleachers and they don't have the two sections on the end, you know when that was from.
2: Yeah, it's so that's how you can kind of tell the timeline exactly of the ballpark yeah. from all those older. So I just remember the first time, and I this is what I think I'm hoping for. I think when we walk in there on April eighth for the first game of the season at home, um, is that oh my god, I'm in Cleveland feeling. Like I, the first time I walked into that ballpark, you know, in the '90s, I was like, "Is this Cleveland? Is this real? Pinch me! I can't believe this." This I, is, I was. It was just. It was spectacular feeling to know that something like that was in your hometown. And by the way, when you look at all these ballparks across Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. it has really stood the test of time.
3: Well, it's a, it's a great ballpark. You know, Camden Yards kind of set the tone, and the folks, if I remember correctly. My timeline is correct on this. The folks in Chicago kind of lost out. They got the last of these circular, cookie cutter kind of ballparks. Yeah, they built the new Comiskey. Yeah, and then Camden Yards came out, and that changed everything. You
2: so. could kind of see where it was going when you would walk. I mean, they went back to that to when it was U.S. Cellular, and you know how we took stand. Where you'll see for the first time that stands were removed from here. Yeah. The ballpark here, but they lopped off five rows at the top of that stadium in Chicago to make it a more intimate ballpark. Yeah,
3: Camden Yards just changed everything because it was so cool and it had that because it was old new. Well, it had that old style feel, but now every new ballpark that's built has that old style feel.
2: You know? Yeah. I don't. Is it the brick? Is it the what? What do you think it is? Why? Why do we feel that? To
3: me, it's the brick. It's the green. You know, the green seats I thought were part of it. We'll see how that plays out now. Um,
2: I like the blue seats. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I haven't seen the blue seats. Well, I, there's, there's been pictures them on, of them. Yeah. yeah, I
3: know. But pi- pictures won't do the same for you as sitting there and seeing what it's like. You'll get that eventually.
2: You know, there was always talk of, like, putting a hotel. They, at first, they were like, oh, they're going to put a hotel in down there. And that hotel was going to be on that little patch of grass. Um Oh, I don't know. What is that? It's East 9th, right? Is that what that is over there? I'm just trying to think. It's uh, over by where, uh, I don't know, there's been a million restaurants in the spot. But over there, um, as you head towards the 9s if you're walking out. And then um, then they talked about at one point, I thought this was really cool, where, where they blew out all the seats. They were talking about putting a hotel in on that side of the ballpark. And I was like, ah, oh, that's not a bad idea either. It is going to be weird with the Terrace Club uh, not being there anymore. And I, I, there's a basic question that I, I think is interesting. I find myself, like when I would go to spring training, I, I'm not a big fan of sitting. I, I kind of like the fact that there's more open. Yeah, stuff, yeah, that you can, can kind of I mean, I want to have a seat so I can sit, but I also want to be able to walk around and watch the game from other places. There's, it's really funny. At Fenway, there's a goofy spot out in uh, left field if you're sitting in the upper deck out there. Because, you know, they had to redo that. Like, that didn't yeah. even exist at one point. And it used to be the old roof of the stadium that they had to, you know, reinforce to do that. But they've got this. It's it's really weird. You walk up there, and then you head down the uh, you head down the left field line, and they've got this bar that has no reason to be there. But yet they put this little bar. It's got like ten seats on it, and behind the bar is the field and what's going on behind it. But they've got a wall up, so you have to watch on TV. It's just it's one of those things. It's like wait a minute, you're at the game, but you're watching it on TV, but the game's going on right behind that wall. Why are you sitting at the bar? I just, I find it funny sometimes, you know, like the reality is the game is going on right in front of you, yet sometimes we'd rather watch it on TV while we're at the place where the game's going on.
3: I I would, tell me if this, if you feel anything like this. I think Fenway is awful and awesome all at the same time. Uh,
2: I agree with you. Yes.
3: It's 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 not a great place to watch a baseball game. The seats were built when people were skinny.
2: <laughs> no, that's true.
3: <laughs> that, it, it's a tight fit in there. And it, getting around the concourse is really challenging. It's real small. You know, yeah. it just a, it's a, an old-style design. It's League Park, right? And, and yet, man, is it cool. It's really cool. I think- and that, that monster, when you're in that ballpark, Andy, it's right there. It's, it's stunning. We were there last. How close that thing feels.
2: It's either last summer or two summers ago. I can't remember. That you know they they did a great job with that park, and that's why I'm looking forward to seeing what they do when we walk in. You know, to the first game of the season this year against the White yeah, Sox. I, I, it's they be, did a great job but, in Boston, being able to capture the spirit of what that ballpark is. Yeah. Still be able to add seats on. Like, did you ever think that seats on top of the monster would be a good idea? Yet now you watch it, you take it for granted, and it looks pretty cool. But I'm sure it was controversial at yeah, the time because like, oh, remember they people were talking know. about building an exact replica of the ballpark with modern stuff. Yeah. on the other side of the freeway.
3: You've been on top of the monster in those seats, haven't you? Yeah, it's really cool. It is cool. It's it's awesome.
2: It's a weird ballpark, though. Yeah. It really is. I it just, but you know, and so we are lucky to have a ballpark like we do here. I don't know that
3: people one of the first times it. I was in it, Fenway was just trash. I mean, because they, they hadn't really fixed it up. And there literally was trash, like stacked in the concourse. You know, like they were tearing out wood. Well, it's all stacked all over the place. And it wasn't like stacked neatly like we're going to get rid of it. They just dumped it. And then the next time I was in it, they had cleaned it all up, and it was really cool. And if you're ever fortunate enough to get inside the monster, that's really cool because the sign. Yeah, you, you sign, sign your wall. name on the, yeah. on the wall there. The, the
2: the old Yankee Stadium was a dump too. I didn't like that place at all except for Monument Park. I thought Monument Park was really cool.
3: Yeah, but that that place reeked of tradition. It, it so was so it was old and it was beat up, but I I really liked the old Yankee Stadium. It was pretty cool. I
2: don't know, the other like I don't ever do, does anyone here I've never once heard anybody have like other than stories they have about being in the dog pound. Like I never felt this great affinity to want to remember municipal stadium at all like i don't have i just remember going to when i was a kid it was just empty yeah. all the time you
3: know what the great part of municipal stadium was it was ours and it was our youth you know it was where it was where we went to see our team play that that's what was great about it and you rarely had to fight the crowds at a baseball
2: game no you never did and you could always walk up buy a ticket by the way um one of the things for the guardians this year is because there's no box office because of the construction right now so Everything's digital as far as buying um, tickets. And today, by the way, is single game tickets on 216 day um, for Guardians for this year. And so now, you know, the time for opening day as well.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
3: Box seats at the old stadium, the red ones. Remember? Yeah. Those were great seats to watch. I don't know. When I was
2: game. a kid, I was scared to death to watch walk up. the up Well, the just forest. just to, to walk. Because I remember being little and walking up the ramp yeah. and how steep the ramp was. And they weren't like, I, I don't know. I don't I didn't weren't as
3: protected as today's ramps. Right. Am I am I nuts? <laughs> There's a little fence.
2: It was a fence right you 'd walk up a tunnel and there 'd be yeah. a fence on the outside, yeah. and then all of a sudden well, you'd they pop out you
3: gonna jump or you know bash yourself against the fence.
2: no, but it was scary. I think when I was young, I was like, um these are i can 't wait to sit down because I wanted to sit and i didn 't feel that way again until I was at at & t in Dallas when Ohio State was in the national championship there, and the media seats were way way up there you 're like two miles away, and they 're super steep, I like think. I would never want to go to sit in a game there i wouldn't if, if I wasn't working that game, there's no way I would buy a ticket to go sit in the upper deck at AT&T.
3: And it's the NFL on television. You can't beat it.
2: No, you can't. You really can't. You can't beat it at all. All right, let's come back. I want to talk a little bit about a scoring record and something that's catching all of our attention. And then we'll get into basketball as well. Chris Fedor, 1240. Baskin and Phelps, ninety two three. The Fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.